Welcome to Night Gig Studios. It's Friday, April 12th, 2018, and you're listening to show 212 of The Gig Cast. Ladies and gentlemen, Night Gig Studios Lounge is proud to present The Gig Cast. Folks, JT Shea here. I'm your host of the Gig Cast, and we are continuing and concluding all in well fell swoop with our countdown of the Marvel Cinematic Universe's movies that have been released on home video, uh, in just in time for the release <laughs> of uh, the inf- uh, uh, the Avengers uh, Infinity Wars. Uh, Infinity War. I know uh, I was. The plan was to watch a movie, put out a gig cast. Watch a movie, put out... Well, you know what? Life gets in the way, and I do apologize. But I did watch all the movies, all 18 of the movies that have been released on home video. Um, and we got up to... We've, we've released gig casts talking about all the way up through Thor, uh, The Dark World. Um, and that means we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine movies to go through. Uh, we've done half. We have half to go, and I have watched them all. I've watched all the way up through Thor Ragnarok. Um, did not get. I, w- I was hoping to possibly still get to go see Black Panther once again in the theaters uh, to review it again in time, but it did not happen. But I did watch all the movies that are on home video. Uh, so we were going to go through now and talk about the important parts. Um, of the movies that we have not yet talked about, Scott and I did the uh, the last two uh, movies we did uh, that we talked about were Iron Man three and Thor Ragnarok, and so now we should continue on with the la- last one was uh, Captain America: Winter Soldier. It's kind of kind of, kind of like a, think of it like a, the lightning round of movie reviews. All right, Winter Soldier. Um, it's just where uh, Captain America uh, deter- finds out that his good buddy. Bucky Barnes uh, is not dead. He is actually is uh, like himself has been frozen, but uh, instead of being frozen uh, by accident in the ice, he was frozen uh, by Hydra and the Russians, and became uh, an, an assassin, a mind wiped, mind controlled assassin. Uh, and we also find out that Shield has been infiltrated by Hydra all these years, and has three giant floating machines of death that they have to stop uh him and and nick fury and and Bla- and uh, black widow and and a few other friends uh falcon um we meet, we meet falcon in this one that's right so if we, if we, if he becomes friends with falcon he finds a playmate they have a good time and and win anyway the important things uh in this uh movie uh stanley is the security guard in the um captain america museum or at least in the museum where the Captain America exhibit is, probably World War II Museum. Uh, and then 
uh, the stingers at the end, uh, in stinger number one, we see that the um, Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver are actually uh, creations um, that the Hydra has been using uh, Loki's scepter. We find out where Loki's scepter has gone to. Uh, Hydra's been using it to try to create uh, gifted people because they can't say mutants because, I guess, Sony owns that still um, at that point anyway. Uh, so uh, that's where Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver come from. And so we know that in the future they're going to play a part. And then uh, the, the um, second stinger is we see Bucky uh, in that same museum where uh, Stanley was a, a security guard looking at, the, at that uh, display uh, with himself because he's part of the display and Captain thinking, ooh, maybe he really is in there. Maybe he's crazy. Not crazy. Maybe someday he'll fighting side-by-side side with Captain America again. His good buddy, Steve Rogers. All right. Well, see, one down, eight to go. Um, on to the next movie, Guardians of the Galaxy, um, which is a very important movie uh, in the grand scheme of things, seeing as a movie that's coming out on video uh, in movies today. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy, we actually leave the Earth for the first time in the Marvel Universe, cinematic universe uh poor peter peter quill is abducted in the uh, early 80s mid 80s uh 1986 i believe is that right he's six years old maybe sure we'll go with that um uh gets abducted uh, by the ravengers uh we find out later why um and getting in the guardians galaxy 2 we'll get to that in a bit um and he's out in space. He becomes Star-Lord. Uh, and important things were in this movie, besides meeting some great cast of characters, Rocket the Raccoon, Groot, The Living Tree, Gamora, Drax, uh, who, who make up the Guardians of the Galaxy, we find out about the Infinity Stones for the first time. This is, this is what this, the MacGuffin in this movie is, is this Infinity Stone that uh, the bad guy wants to get to destroy a planet. Uh, and the big bad guy who's controlling it all, Thanos. We learn about Thanos a bit. We learn about the six Infinity Stones, which are very powerful artifacts. The Collector tells us very nicely um, uh, uh, what the Infinity Stones are, where they came from, and how powerful they are. And uh, and uh, that that where where one of them is that uh, that the that that we you know where the uh, the Power Stone, I believe, is the one that they are going after, the purple one, um, in this movie. Uh, so that's the important part of that movie. They save the Guardians Galaxy, save the galaxy, and recover the one power stone and give it to the uh, Nova, Nova Corps to look out to. So we know that the, at the end, of the end of this movie, one of the Infinity Stones is with the Nova Corps. And uh, the important start for this movie, star, uh, Stan Lee is an old guy on the bridge that, uh, that Rocket makes fun of because he's, he's thinks he's talking about young Chickapoo. Um... Uh, the Stinger one is uh, Baby Groot dancing in his pot after he gets blown up at the end. He's growing up in a pot, and every time Drax goes over, he stops. Very cute. And uh, the second uh, Stinger is in the collector's place. is all blown up, and you see um, Cosmo the dog licking the collector, and you see Howard the Duck make a wisecrack comment, starting rumors that there's going to be no Howard the Duck movie, which uh, Mark Gunn said there isn't, so there won't be. Anyway, so... Very important movie for the whole grand story arc of uh, the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Guardians of the Galaxy sets the stage for all that. 
Next movie, The Avengers Age of Ultron, in which Tony Stark's hubris causes big problems again. Um, Learned some important things in this movie. In this movie. Well, Tony, Tony Stark and uh, Bruce Banner um, uh, try to create artificial intelligence to help protect the world so the Avengers don't have to. Um, They create a super megalomaniac monster uh, robot, but that monster actually comes from the stone that is within the uh, the scepter, which they recover um, from uh, from the the uh, from from Hydra. They get Loki's scepter. That scepter had a blue stone in it, if you remember. Um, And it turns out that actually inside that blue stone was a yellow stone. In that yellow stone. Um, Tony Stark found some lines of code, which actually is a was a super. He turned out decided was a super intelligent uh, artificial intelligence, or almost because um, that that stone was actually the Mind Stone. Uh, it's actually Infinity Stone, the Mind Stone, um, uh, and it kills Jarvis, or almost kills Jarvis, and it becomes self aware uh, and become and th- that that code then becomes Ultron. Uh, and they fight Ultron, uh, but then Tony Stark then combines Jarvis um, with some vibranium body robot thing and the Mind Stone, which becomes Vision. So Jarvis then becomes Vision. Scott, you hear that? Jarvis becomes Vision. Remember, you didn't believe me? Anyway, um, so things that comes out of this movie, that's important. We know that the Mind Stone, the second Infinity Stone, is in... Jarvis. So now we know where four Infinity Stones are. In case you're, we have to remember this. Okay, we know that one of the Infinity Stones is uh, with the Nova Corps. We know that the second one is in Jarvis. We know that two, that one, the uh, one, the that the that um, in Thor: The Dark World, that shit that was in the um, in uh, in Jane coalesced into a red stone uh, that was dropped off at the collector at the end of Infinity War, so the Collector probably still has one of the Infinity Stones, unless he did something else with it, I'm not sure, so that was one Infinity Stone was, was there, and then the other, the blue Infinity Stone is in the, uh, the, the Tesseract is also an Infinity Stone, and um, so as far as we know, at the end of this movie, that, that, that Tesseract is still in Asgard, so then the Vault of Asgard should have one Infinity Stone still, so right at this point, we know where four of, the Infinity, four of those Infinity Stones are. Um, important stuff again uh, for the age of Ultron uh, Stan Lee is a drunk World War II guy at Tony Stark's party takes a shot of that wonderful drink that, that, that Thor has and gets knocked on his ass and the important uh, the, the stinger at the end is basically Thanos saying I can't count on you mofos get my stones for me I'm going to get my own damn stones and that's when um, that's when we know that okay, that's what it's all about. Is Thanos going to get these damn stones for his glove? And uh, that's where that stands. All right, now the next movie is Ant Man. A little bit of change of pace, kind of a light-hearted um, romp there, where uh, with a dude with the you know the the pin particle and shrinking men who can control ants with their brain waves, but a lot of fun. Great movie. Uh, no real Infinity Stone talks in this movie, and this movie at all. But it's still a great movie. Um, uh, he's a, a great character, adds some levity. Good movie. 
Um, important stuff on this one. Stan Lee is the bartender at the end of the movie. Almost, not quite at the cutscenes, but almost um, good stuff. Uh, the uh, the stingers at the end. Uh, there's a, basically it's the, uh, the wasp suit where the where the Pym's daughter basically is. We know he's she's going to become the wasp. As a matter of fact, Ant Man and Wasp is a movie that's coming out soon, and. Basically, the second stinger is just an ad for uh, Captain America: Civil War coming up. It's basically it's basically it's uh, they show, that you show um, Hawk and and Cap looking at Bucky, saying, "Dude, what the fuck?" So basically, it's just a teaser for that. But it's a good movie. Uh, it's one of my. Uh, it's it's a good watch. I enjoy it. It's, it's kind of like Ocean's Eleven with superheroes it's a breaking and entering type thing good stuff uh good family good family movie all right so on to civil war captain america civil war where you know things get are messed up because again it's a tony stark extravaganza where tony tony's life is messed up for many reasons, one of it's just his parents were killed and he didn't realize why how who killed him it turns out bucky killed him that's a big problem, and uh, and Cap knew, but Cap didn't tell him because Cap didn't want to hurt him. But maybe Cap should have told him, and that causes a lot of grief between the two of them. When Cap find, when Tony finds out, he can't forgive him. Blah 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 blah. Come the blows, um, and uh, the end. Avengers are torn apart because Tony's like, hey, we 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 have too much power. We got to let the government control what we say and do. And Tony's like, and and Cap's like, no, that's what I fought about against. You can't put the control of. But our, you know, we 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 can control ourselves better with the government. Blah blah blah. This that, and the other. good, you know. It's a good movie. Uh, lots of fun, and uh, they fight each other. And you introduce Spider Man in this movie. No, I'm sorry. That was, I'm sorry. That was back in. I'm now. I'm, is that Spider Man Civil War? I think it is. Yeah, Spider Man Civil War. He is. Okay, I'm right. Yes, Spider-Man's in Civil War. That's when they fight together and you get Spider-Man. Spider-Man shows up. Tony, Tony goes to to Brook to uh, to uh, to Queens and picks up Spider-Man. It's cool. Lots of fun. Uh, and then Ant-Man shows up on uh, Captain America's team, and so they get all they get the whole gangs together and they find each other. Fun stuff. Um, and the important stuff of the movie, of course. Again, no real talk about big bad. Uh, Infinity War stuff on this. This is strictly Earth stuff. This is family shit going on here, not universal shit. Um, uh, important stuff. Stan Lee is a FedEx guy trying to drop a letter off to uh, Tony Stank at the end there. And uh, scene one, uh, Stinger one is Bucky who lost his arm, his 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 v- vibranium arm, yeah, in the fight against Tony at the end there, um, is in Wakanda. Uh, getting, you know, this is just our first view of Wakanda, and it's an internal view, and like, wow, they seem pretty advanced, but you don't really know how advanced until, of course, we see the whole, the full movie there. Uh, the, the, but um, so that's the first one. Second one is uh, Peter in Queens. Um, you, you know, he he gets his first look at his his real suit that Tony gives him, and when he's when he's fighting in Civil War, you know, in Germany, and whatnot, but. He he didn't realize all the stuff that he really had there. He's on his bed and he, he's playing with his new web shooters and this 
light pops up and he sees all these menu options and stuff that he doesn't realize what he has. And it's pretty cool. Kind of a teaser what's what's got, what could be happening coming in um, the upcoming movie, uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Kind of a teaser for that. So good stuff. Good stuff. All right. The next one is Doctor Strange, which is Marvel's introduction to really bring magic into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Now, I say intro to bring magic in. Well, they already had um, Scarlet Witch. So there's already magic in there, really, but nothing formal. No real spells and stuff. She kind of has an innate power that was been given by Loki, Loki's scepter. So she kind of just twiddles her fingers and stuff happens and mind control and stuff like that. But Doctor Strange is, is, this is wizardry more than anything else. He doesn't actually have magical gifts like in his brain he actually learned how to do this by reading and studying and twiddling his fingers and crap so that kind of magic i think is is a little bit different um but yeah dr strange you know the surgeon gets in an accident loses his his hands are all fucked up and so he goes on a spiritual journey to because he hears of a guy who f- fixes back with some guru and Goes and finds the Grandmaster, not the Grandmaster, or whatever, the, the old one, the Master, whatever the heck she's called. And uh, anyway, turns out he, uh, he, uh, he, he fights against the all-encompassing bag dude who's going to come eat the Earth with the, uh, this, his eye of blah, 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 which is Infinity Stone, the green Infinity Stone. So we know where the fifth, the fifth Infinity Stone is. It's around the doctor's, Doctor Strange's neck. So... We know how now have five infinity stones. Um, it's a time stone. It's like he has a time stone. He can actually turn back. If he could turn back time. He's turning back time there with the eye of, uh, I keep want to say the eye of Thundera, but I know that's not right because that's the Thundercats and it's not what that is. Anyway, yeah, I didn't take very good notes about these movies. I just watched them. Anyway, so we've got five infinity stones. Stan Lee was a passenger on a bus reading a book about mysticism when he slammed into the bus while he was fighting the bad guys in the streets in New York. Uh, Stinger 1 was basically just a a, 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 um, a teaser trailer or a trailer for Thor Ragnarok. Um, teaser 2 was a setup for the, one of the, uh, his, his compatriots fighting the, the darkness coming to get Earth, a wizard, uh, basically turned bad because in order to beat the uh, the bad guy, they had to go against the laws of nature, and that guy does not want to go against the laws of nature, and he's like, well, if you're going against the laws of nature, you're evil, but that's not right, so he's going to turn evil, so they're basically setting up basically, the guy named was Mordo, I think, he's going to be probably the bad guy in the next uh, Doctor Strange movie, if I had to guess, but good movie, uh, uh, Cromerman Bat- Bundersnatch was a wonderful as that role. I think he was pretty much born to play that role. It's funny. This guy is like born to play whatever role he freaking plays. He made a great dragon, um, wonderful as uh, Sherlock Holmes and Doctor Strange, right, right up his alley. I don't know, one of those things. All right. Anyway, Guardian of the Galaxy two. In other words, it's a movie where Peter Quill finds his dad and finds out he's a colossal dick. Um, great movie. Lots of fun. Uh, and I basically, I just summed it up there. It turns out his dad is a celestial, uh, meaning he's basically a godlike creature, which is why Peter is, is ha- he's half human, which is why he could, at the end of the Garden Galaxy, when he actually held the Infinity Stone in his hand, why he didn't explode like the chick did who grabbed it 
in the uh, collector shop exploded after a couple of seconds. Peter actually held on to it for a good long time before his buddies held on to his hands, and they were able to defeat uh, the what's his face there um, at the end of the first movie. Uh, so Peter's uh, half a half a god apparently, um, but they uh, it turns out his father though, uh, while much like uh, his hero uh, Hasselhoff, is quite the asshole uh, because he wants to take over the world, the galaxy, uh, the universe actually, and make it exactly like him by turning everything into him. So he he has to the the guardians of course can't stand for that and end up having to have to kill Peter's dad. And they do, and when the when the when the game when the win the world win the rules win it win it they win it for everybody. Thank you, Guardians. Uh, and on the way, they uh, Yondu, who the we find out why Yondu, after he abducted Peter, did not return him to his father, who actually paid him because Yondu figured out that this dude had made kids all over the place trying to find somebody that could control the power like he did, and was actually killing all the ones that couldn't do it. And Yondu's like, well, that ain't right and decided that he was not going to turn Peter over and kept him safe. So he actually did the right thing and raised Peter as his own, pretty much, and was actually a good guy after all. A lovely family tale of aliens who are bad guys. Anyway, good movie. I I enjoyed it muchly. Anyway, important stuff. Uh, The Stan Lee cameo um, basically... Uh, gave validation to a fan theory out there that all these Stanley cameos were connected somehow. Um, in this one, you see Stanley talking to uh, a bunch of celestial beings called the Watchers, uh, ex- and letting them know what he's been doing and saying, you know, get basically repeating tales of this one time I was a FedEx guy, stuff like that. So basically, saying that Stanley either what is a Watcher or work was working for the Watchers, and he's basically popping around, keeping an eye on things for them. Um, Stinger Two. But there's a lot of stingers in this one. Um, was uh, Yondo's second in command there working with the arrow uh, that Yondo used to have with a fin on his head and not doing a very good job and actually ending up stabbing Drax with it, which was not good for him. Um, uh, the, the third stinger, the second stinger, um, uh, or the third stinger actually at that point, would be the, uh, the Ravengers teaming up with, uh, talking about teaming up. These, the Ravagers have a bunch of different clans, and, uh, you know, and, and they're talking about teaming up. And that's either, uh, some people saying there could be a spinoff. I'm, some, I'm thinking maybe it might have something to do with the third uh, Guardians of the Galaxy movie. I don't know. But um, if so, I mean, that means Stallone may actually become a, because Stallone is one of the leaders there. He's our, one of the head Ravagers, actually. So that could be interesting. Um, the third stinger, uh, it could be an important one because basically one of the uh, main uh, antagonists in this movie were uh, these golden people. I can't remember their name, but there was uh, who the, the the guardians were working for at the beginning, and um, and, and Rocket pissed them off by stealing um, some of their stuff, stealing these really expensive batteries, these power sources, um, and uh, and at the end here, it shows them. Um, creating a perfect being. They they all reproduce in birthing pods, and they're showing up creating a, a new being. Um, and uh, uh, comics readers will recognize the being as Adam Warlock, um, who is generally a good guy, but he's also known as somebody who could wield the power of the Soul Stone, 
the sixth and final infinity stone. So that may be where the sixth infinity stone comes from. That's the theory out there. We won't know this until uh, we see the movie, but this is just a theory. Um, uh, I'm not, uh, I haven't seen it. Uh, this isn't a spoiler because I don't know. It's a guess. Um, but they, I mean, Adam Warlock is, is uh, she says, I'm going to call him Adam. And so it's probably Adam Warlock because he did come out of a birthing bay, like just like when they showed in the comics. And he is one of the ones that has been known to use the Soul Stone. Um, so could very possibly be what we're talking about here. Uh, the, the next stinger, uh, this one is Teenage Groot in the messy room, being like a teenage person or creature is. So there's that. Jeez. And then there's another, I guess the last stinger is just a longer of the Stan Lee thing about talking to the, the celestial beings there. So lots of stingers on Guardian Galaxy 2. Uh, next movie is Spider-Man Homecoming. Best Spider-Man movie to date. They really nailed Peter Parker. Uh, no genetically, no no biological web web shooters. He's got his. They're all mechanical. He's doing his own stuff. He's a kid. He's 14, 15 in the movie. Um, it's absolutely perfect. He's actually in high school, doing high school stuff. Great movie. Very well done. Um, Stanley's a cameo on this one. He's a man in the window screaming, yelling down to other neighbors. Um, First stinger is uh, is is the bad guy in the movie who does know who Spider Man is. Uh, when a bad guy walks up to him, and says, "Hey, the rumor is you know who Spider Man is." Saying, "Nah, if I knew he was, he'd be dead already." So basically, not ratting out Spider Man. Now he did. Spider Man did save his daughter, so he's beholden to Spider Man. Um, so maybe that's why. Um, he, and he also Spider Man also did save his life at the end. He did. He was about to explode. And Spider-Man said, no, don't, and pulled him down. And when Spider-Man could have let him die, and he didn't. So, um, I don't know. So, there's a couple of reasons why he probably, he, he, but, I mean, so, maybe, who knows. But whatever it is, he didn't give up who's, who Spider-Man is. But he does know who Spider-Man is. So, it could be a problem in the future. And the uh, last stinger is, uh, uh, during the movie, um, when, when Captain America did a lot of PSAs for public schools, um, and uh, like for when, when he was in detention in gym class, the video play, the tapes that the coaches would play was Captain America. So at the end of the movie, at the end of the credits, after all the credits, waiting, 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 it's the one with Captain America's was, you know, on the battlefield, patience is important. And sometimes patience is a good thing. And sometimes when you wait, you know, basically you waited for nothing, basically saying patience is sometimes rewarded, but in this can sometimes it's not, and then it ends. So that's the second stinger. All right, last and final movie. Uh, if you're still listening to this, you are, I don't know, better than me. I've been talking for 25 minutes, and it's ridiculous if you ask me. Anyway, but I appreciate you hanging out there. Thor Ragnarok. Um, this is the movie that they made after the second Thor movie stunk. Um, a lot of people complained, and they really bounced back with a really fun, exciting, funny well-made, entertaining movie with Thor and Hulk. Really well done. Great, great movie. Good fight scenes. Well-made. I, really good, I Watch it. Anyway, so just to make this short, sweet, um, Stan Lee was the barber who cut Thor's hair. Uh, first stinger, uh, Loki and Thor on the end, looking out on a spaceship after they escaped, uh, and Asgard has been destroyed. Um, and the, but people are safe, and they're heading to Earth, and they're just having a moment, and they think that everything's going to be all right. All of a sudden, giant spaceship. Uh, basically, uh, they didn't say, don't say it, but who else can it be? 
I mean, because on that ship, we know on that ship there's at least one, one soul, at least one Infinity Stone that Loki has. You got to figure Loki. Loki had he. They show Loki looking at the Tesseract moments before Asgard's destroyed. So you know Loki grabbed the Tesseract, and you know that Thanos has an affinity for the for the Infinity Stone, so he knows he can basically track them. And that's probably why the ship is there. So, And that ship is big enough for Thanos. So you know it's got to be Thanos' ship. They don't say it is, but it's got to be. So that's what that's got to be. Anyway, and the second stinger is the Grandmaster. The guy who runs the uh, the planet they, were, they, they escaped from that ran the games where Thor and, uh, and the Hulk fought. And there was a revolution coming out, making a quip, saying, Good revolution, guys. Great going. Give yourself a pat on the back. Very funny. Because, uh, you know, he's great. You gotta love... Gotta love... Excuse me. Yeah, you have you have to love Jeff Goldblum. He's amazing. Very funny. And that's why they put that in there. Alright, so, that's it. Got it all done. And we're gonna... I'm gonna it's a half hour of me babbling about movies you've already seen and things you don't need to know. But all we do know is that we pretty much have a good idea where we definitely know where five of the Infinity Stones are. The fourth one, we're not uh, the, the the Soul Stone. No one knows for sure yet. There's some ideas. I, I think it may be with those gold people. Um, some people think it might be other places. There are theories. You can look them up if you want. But Infinity Wars out there. Go see it. I'm seeing it on Sunday. No spoilers. Be kind to your fellow men. And until next time, this is JT for all of us here at Night Kick Studios. I'm going to edit this, get this up there so everybody can listen to me babble about these movies if they want to or ignore it if they want as well. It's, it's a free country. So until next time, folks, this is me saying go out there and do what you do. Good night, folks. This has been the GigCast. Remember, all links mentioned on today's show can be found at our homepage at www.thegigcast.com. The GigCast asks, what's your gig? Let us know. Drop us a line at gigcast at nightgig.com or call our voicemail line at 1-206-203-3334. The best we played every week on the show. Help us help you let people know what is your night gig. Music for the GigCast provided by Beatnik Turtle at beatnickturtle.com and by Corey Smith at myspace.com slash thecoreysmith. The GigCast is a production of Night Gig Studios at nightgig.com, where it's not about what you do to live, it's about what you live to do. Nightgig.com. What's your gig? One. <laughs>